0: to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with a smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash card. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Friday, December 10th. It's my dear friend Babs birthday. I've got a lot of Sagittarian friends, so I like to uh, give them shout outs. Happy B-Day, Babs. Is it your birthday? Are you a Sagittarius? We'd love to hear from you. All right. We'll hear from anybody. Let's be honest. If you've got a financial question, go to our website. It's JillOnMoney.com. JillOnMoney.com and click the contact button. If you want to come on the show live, Mark will do everything. If not, we'll bang out these questions as they come in and they're piling up. Let's be honest. But go to the website if you want to... Click the contact button. The other thing you should do is sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Okay. John writes, he says, I'm wondering if my wife and I should, upon retirement, which is in about five years, continue to pay the mortgage. There's $1,800 a month payment. That's what it costs them. He's got a $200,000 balance, 3.75% for the next 23 years, or he could pay it off with money from his investment account. Oh, he must have a retirement account. So here's what it is. He says, I, fee- I would need to take out about $300,000 to net after taxes, the two hundred dollars needed. Here's what they have. They've got $1.3 million in 401k and 457 accounts. They've got about $50,000 in pension with health care taken care of by their, the municipality. They both receive about $2,000 each from Social Security. Um, They've got no other debt, no mortgage. They need about $1,200 a month to keep the house going. Obviously, those numbers rise with inflation. I'm 56. My wife is 55. I'm not in favor of this plan. What about you, Mark? No shot. We do not want you to pay the tax. We do not want you to actually soak up any of that delicious liquidity that you've amassed. No, 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 no. And and also, let's see where you are in five years and let's see where the tax rate is. I could change my mind if things have shifted, but I, no, just keep paying it. Don't worry. Exactly. You've got guaranteed income. There's no reason to stress about any of this. Okay. Gretchen writes, hello, Jill. I am 58 and a half years old. I'm married. My husband is 55 and a half. I love these half years. They own a home. 87 grand is left on the mortgage, a car loan with about 14 grand. They've got almost $100,000 in savings. And she says, I don't know what to do with it. Through husband's work, he's got a 401k. It has a, let's call it 700 grand. And they've made a bunch of money in it. It's a, let's call it a, it's a 60-40 split. Okay. And He's got 60% in stocks, 40% bonds. It's amazing, Mark, right? You can do a 60-40, you got 11% return the year to date. Okay, she gives me the uh, holdings, which are essentially target date funds. She's got a four hundred one k with thirty five thousand dollars in it. Fidelity and Vanguard small mid cap index TIA Craft blah blah blah. She also has a Roth, couple grand. Um, should she roll over her small four hundred one k into the existing Roth? She's going to lose her job of fifteen years in a couple weeks. The owners are retiring. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, she's going to have to go on to her husband's medical insurance, going to cost a little bit more. What should we do with our savings? Invest? Leave it? What should I do? Husband is zero help. He leaves all this to me. The small 401k, it depends how long it's going to take you to get a new job. You could convert it if your income goes down, but then you have to pay the tax on it. And I really don't want to use any of the money that's in cash until we know what's going on. So here's what I think. Do nothing right now. And then let's see how it goes. You know, the one thing you could do, you could take uh, your 401k and just move it into an IRA rollover account, and then we'll make a decision about it. You know, you've got that 35,000. You know, I, I think that that would be fine. You know, like you could roll it over, it's fine. You could leave it, it's fine. But let's see what happens next. And then let's not do anything until then. Agreed? Good. Okay. A lot of people with new jobs, Mark. Here's what Lisa writes. She listens to us in Raleigh, North Carolina. She writes, help all caps. I actually develop a rash when I think about my Roth. <laughs> Don't do that. As my friend Deborah would say, rash is not good. She, Deborah's a dermatologist, okay? So let's go see a dermatologist. Okay. Uh, She's had the Roth, not the rash, since the early 2000s. It has woefully staggered into the future. She's got a new full-time position. Uh, She's wondering what to do to get the most money together as she approaches retirement. She's 58. She has a pension to look forward to and Social Security. That's pretty much it. The value in the Roth is just under $50,000. Do I open a 401k with my new company? Like I mentioned, I'm an idiot in this area and happy to admit it, but I need a duck or two in order. Um, we need a little more information first of all. So the answer is we don't know. I don't think that I would necessarily use a 401k. Um, I might just keep funding my Roth, but I want to know what the new company's plan is. Is there a matching component? We want you to get that if possible. Well, I think, I think, I think that the Roth is probably invested in CDs. That's my guess. Uh, well, thank God she'll get a, she's going to get a pension that will help her a lot. Christian writes, I love your money advice. I've heard on many different podcasts over the years, most recently on marriage, kids and money. When did I do that? I can barely remember being on these podcasts. My God. We've got a daughter who is disabled and will never live an independent life or hold a job. We have set up a trust for her that will be funded at the time of our deaths. We've been advised to use whole life insurance to fund it while our healthy son will receive our retirement funds. What do you think about this strategy? Do you have any further tips to ensure our daughter will be taken care of? She's in her 40s. He's in the 50s. Daughter is four. Son is 10. They make about 200 grand a year. They got 800 grand in their 401ks. They've got term and whole life insurance. So here's the thing about these special needs trusts have to be very carefully worded. You must see an estate attorney who knows something about this, which is what I think you've done. But if this money, see, I want to be careful. I want to make sure you didn't put the life insurance, the whole life into a, it has to be a special needs trust. It cannot be that it's just in a life insurance trust. So I'm presuming that that's the case. She says, they've got 200 grand left on their own mortgage. They're looking to buy one or two rental properties to generate additional income. I don't think that's a great idea. They've got 200 grand a year. They have 401ks at 800,000. I I don't think you should buy rental properties. No way. I think that um, whole life is probably, well, any sort of permanent life insurance policy is probably the right way to fund it. That's when you do use this, okay? I think that it's important that you, understand that when you buy these policies, you know, they're funded and everything. And that's good. There does There's not a lot of risk, but that's the use of whole life. Whole life takes you through your whole life and you know, you're going to need that. So I don't know. I really don't think I would want to buy rental property. I think I'd stay away from that. Okay. This is from Joe. Joe writes, I have three 401ks, two from former employers. I'm 50 years old, and I'd love to retire at 65. Now, each 401k has approximately $160,000. I don't know what to do with the two that I no longer manage or contribute to. Should I roll them into my current 401k? Should I roll one or both into a Roth? Um, The question is whether I roll into a traditional or a Roth. Okay, Joe, we don't know a lot about you. So here's what I want to know. I want to know how much money do you make? And if you wanted to convert some of your 401k money into a Roth, you'd have to pay the tax that's due. So that would mean you're sitting on a big boatload of cash to pay that tax. And I'm wondering if you do or do not have that. If you don't have it, what I would do is I would consolidate everything into your current plan. I mean, we love Roth conversions, guys, but if you don't have the cash to pay the tax due, it does not work. Okay. And I'm not sure that many of the people who call who call in and write in, a lot of the people who are thinking about these conversions, you you really have to be careful not to soak up all of the liquidity that you have outside of retirement to do the conversion. Okay. Um, all right. This is from Lauren who writes, Hi Jill and Mark. No question. Just wanted to let you two know that unsurprisingly, Jill on Money was my top Listen to Podcasts of 2021. Spotify does their yearly raps and told me that I've listened to over 1,500 minutes, 25 hours of your pod. Whoa, Lauren, that's so nice. Uh, She goes and says, thank you for all of your hard work at producing and creating a great program. I'm sure I'm not the only one in a better financial place because of you. Hey, Mark, that's nice, right? Thank you. Um, We are delighted that you are joining us on on this journey. And we are really grateful for that. This is all about you guys. Um, We started the daily podcast back in March of 2020, March 14th to be exact. We love this podcast. We love our sister podcast called Eye on Money. We love our terrestrial radio show. We love that what we do. And and it's because of you guys. So thank you very, very much. It's Friday. We do a little business. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Tallercio is the executive producer and head honcho of all things Jill on Money. We are distributed by Cadence13. Now, Lauren, you did something very nice for us. You did put your hands metaphorically on our backs, and we thank you so much for that. So everyone listening, deep breath, grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.